0: Welcome to Lily Lens Podcast. Hello. Hey. It is week four of the LCS Summer Split 2020. How we doing? Hmm. Everybody enjoy uh, Captain Flower's little uh, children's book? Because uh, oh. I enjoyed it far too much.
1: It's great. I know Hamon hey told me I had to watch it, but then I just didn't. Oh, um, It's great. You it's missed out my,
2: on a great story.
0: It's in my general I mean, chat.
1: I know, I know it's there, I <laughs> just, am, eh, I'll watch it eventually, or I won't, Bruh. those are the options. Bruh,
0: it's so, it's so hilarious, it it just hit me right in the feel, like, I, I, I just finished The Last of Us 2, this one felt truer, I, this one hit <laughs> me a lot harder.
2: This one felt like the best one to just, you know, after a series of bad league games, just lie <laughs> down in bed, just throw it on as you, like, rock yourself to sleep at night. That's that's a good picture book. Like, I want to see it published as a picture book as of me.
0: This is how I will prepare my children for their future junglers just ruining their lives. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: And I don't just mean League. I mean the junglers within everyone. (laughs) (laughs) (sighs) So, let's talk about Mm -hmm. some of the results from this week. Uh, We got a little bit of a... I was about to say a shocker from Dignitas, but no, no, that's just a shocker to Hamon. Hamon, how could you have done that? Uh,
2: It oh, was the bottom of the okay. barrel fight. <laughs> you know, 100 Thieves doesn't really look like it had a roster. Dignitas looked like it might have had a roster together, and then, it, you know, just went badly. I lost on the coin flip in that one, honestly.
0: Coin flip? <laughs>
1: yeah. The guy is still coin flipping. <laughs> Gets up the nice little quarter. It says, Call it for me. I don't want to think. <laughs> mm hmm.
2: Well, that's what I did for uh, the TSM games this week. It was a flip of coin. Anthony picked heads. It landed on. No, I think Anthony picked. Don't tails. you drag me tails. into this. No, 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 no. No, no, 2-0. no.
0: Don't <laughs> drag, drag me into this it. shit. Drag
1: him into it. Don't let it stop you.
2: That's exclusively what happened. That's the actual story of so. how I picked TSM was going to do what this week. <laughs>
0: So this week, uh, Dignitas put in Lorlo, Dardoch, and Phoenix. Did they look mm-hmm. any better to anybody?
2: Um, Lorlo, I still don't have super complaints about. There was, I believe, one game where he was getting smashed in the top lane, but I think that was against, uh, do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do-do.
0: It Club wasn't Park. against They played 9
2: Yeah. That's to be expected. That's not, you know... Something surprising. No, that, that loss is not surprising
0: from almost anyone in the league.
2: Absolutely True. not. Um, the dig versus
0: 100. Um, I think I remember him faring
2: well against someday. But uh, what really stood out was Phoenix's uh, twisted fate ult straight into two people. Uh, Dardoch's <laughs> fancy feet to miss everything. He was just dancing around that blue pit corner. <laughs> and, um, yeah,
0: so... <laughs> Me and Haymott were hanging I... out during the dig game, and then Phoenix ults and kills himself into two people. And I, I'm ahead of up for some reason, so I see mm-hmm. it happen. And I'm dying, and Hamon, and I get the delayed reaction of Hamon being like, Phoenix, what is that teleport? And I'm already <laughs> on the floor. Oh my god, was that funny. <laughs> I have never Man. seen someone hand over a kill... To two people so quickly in a League of Legends game. No, no, okay. A a professional League of Legends game.
1: There we go, buddy. I was about to be like a bullshit on that one. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You've seen that plenty of times.
2: You see, he was watching uh, Bjergsen play Twisted Fate earlier that day, and he was like, I can do that. Wait a minute. I forgot I don't have a
0: (laughs) But the Sardius doesn't help him! Nobody on his team was gonna come help him! He just teleported in front of two people and thought they wouldn't kill him. And they (laughs) killed him. It's like that dude on the news is like, what are they gonna do, kill me?
1: Uh, Man, who's (laughs) dead?
2: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. Uh, That's what, that's my abstract thought of maybe what was going through Phoenix's mind at the time. It wasn't a (laughs) Um... But yeah, that one was really scraping the barrel down there. <laughs> hey,
0: hey Rayo yeah. looked looked good in that game. I don't know if you could really draw much from that game, but he looked pretty good. To be honest, though, contracts not very impressive. I mm, contracts looks like he just got booty blasted the whole fucking game.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So yeah,
1: unfortunate.
0: <laughs> I don't think Dignitas is doing. Any better with these guys. I think they are destined to be 10th place right now. I see zero mm-hmm. light at the end of this tunnel. I oh. It is bleak. They got nothing. I, they have zero options.
2: I don't disagree. Like, with, with Froggen in there, they were like, okay, we're going to try out some stuff that may or may not be Froggen style, or we're we just going to pick Oriana," And it didn't <laughs> work out at all.
1: Um, it, it did not.
2: <laughs> and I'm forgetting... Who the other jungler that was in there for Dignitas? It wasn't Greg. It was Acadian who was in there, if I remember correctly. And he did not have very like impactful games. Like you kind of forgot at some points that he was really in there. And you know it just feels bad. I don't know. I think maybe Dardox, maybe a little bit more mechanical than Acadian, but that doesn't matter when you're dancing around a blue pit and hit and missing everything. Or...
1: That's actually exactly when it matters. I, <laughs> I just, don't know.
0: I just don't feel like any of the... None of these pieces seem to go together, and they don't mm-hmm. look like they're good pieces in the first place. Like... There's... <laughs> I don't there's know only, how Dardock got a starting position already, because, dear lord, you have to be desperate to play this man.
2: Yeah. And honestly, it's a, they've got maybe maybe three... Good pieces right now. I'm a little bit hesitant to uh, put Lorlo in that
0: Johnson basket.
2: I'm a little hesitant to put Lorlo in there. I said okay. maybe three good pieces, but maybe you know Lorlo gets there, so maybe they have something else to work around. How like hard is that? Maybe. May
1: mm,
2: that's a very good question.
1: I'm gonna. <laughs> that's why I asked it. <laughs>
2: I'm gonna give it. It's it's gonna be a 50-50. because <laughs> I he's all oh, We've been in for two weeks. Uh, in his first week, he actually looked pretty good. In the second week, he had one bad game in C9. Can't fault him for it. Um...
1: Yes, you can. No. Um...
2: <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll see as the split progresses.
0: I, I, the only uh, sort of uh, remotely even dingy on top of the muck and crime that covers everything else on this team is uh, probably the bot lane. But when you're like, yeah, their bot lane looks okay, and you probably have one of the worst players in every position for the rest of the, the two slots, by the way, out of like both of these sets of three, all six of these players, I, I cannot say they are not contenders for the worst player in this or in their position. Like, they look so bad and so uncoordinated. They look like they have... Absolutely, the wrong priorities as as players and as teammates, I just don't see them going anywhere I th- yeah what well, <laughs> this is a big kaboom I, of a roster at the end of this split is what I'm saying.
2: I will give that I definitely think they're still probably going to be like a tenth place team, but you know, I want to see if maybe it's like okay, it's your first week back on stage. <laughs> maybe there's gonna be like a slightly better performance or like maybe a comparable performance uh next week but i don't know i'm a bit hesitant to say that they're gonna be actually decent the,
0: uh, i think
2: decent is my minimum. Okay. He,
0: here, <laughs> hmm? here's the here's the thing you have to remember that uh Dignitas played cloud nine this week True. But, yes. Dardoch came out of this week with a 2-2 two two KDA, while Akkadian's uh, KDA for the entire split is
2: 1.2. So, what you're yikes. saying is this is still technically an improvement in the one week that he's been there, just maybe not.
0: <laughs> it's not enough of an improvement, and also, like, yikes. So,
2: yeah.
0: here's the other thing, is that Phoenix had a 0. 0.9 KDA... Mm-hmm. Pardon me. Yeah, Fro- yeah, I know, right? Froggen had a two point five KDA. I heard. <sighs> I don't understand. Like, here's here's the other problem, though, is that I feel like Phoenix had. I think Phoenix is the worst op- option, just straight up. But I do not feel like Froggen is. He's not even like a a market improvement, and even given this scale of KDA, I don't. I just don't think it matters. When everyone's running sub-3 KDA on this team, and most Ooh. of them, and I mean most of them, are sub-2 KDA on this team, like, you can't, you can't fix this. And you basically, as Dignitas, have to say, there are, there, there are no solutions to this problem. The only way to solve this problem is to just change the problem. And the problem is the LCS. Good luck changing the other nine teams.
2: Yeah. 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 All right. Well, that was one of the games that we
0: saw. Hang on, hang on. <laughs> before we before we move on from Dignitas, uh, I would I would one hundred percent. Uh, do the same thing I did with a hundred thieves where we just don't talk about them until they do something interesting. But I feel like it's too much fun to shit on dig. Just I just don't know why. It feels like someone
2: something about it. It was but this
0: was one of the teams where at the beginning cyberbullying I don't... I'm not cyberbullying anybody. Calling well, you a bad player is not cyberbullying. No, but harassing a a person and I'm not harassing them. Borderline. I'm not nobody's sending this information to them that I know of and i'm not doing uh, it so there's no and that's the here. problem you gotta get better uh, i gotta, gotta get, get better get... fans yeah that's what i need no better fans kidding. who will send my flame to the people i flame. i'm that's kidding I need. relax um <laughs> what was what was our next topic uh, ah yes speaking of uh teams we want to talk about cloud nine uh <laughs> i don't want to talk about cloud nine anymore because it's so boring to talk about cloud nine yeah, there's going to be a you know, marquee greatness a topic in you know, the next week's episode.
1: Greatness does not need to be flashy to be great. Right? We're out here getting so dubs. Important. Matt, explain and you know to what? me
0: why it's fun to watch Cloud9. I cause... never said it was fun. I just said <laughs> I liked to win. I just
1: like getting dubs, dude. I don't care if they're I don't care if they're exciting. I don't care if it's like every match is a forty-five minute like clencher of a fucking game where everything is going back and forth. That's fine with me. Uh, I actually like that a little less than the really clean, just nice, boring gameplay, because that clean, consistent gameplay Mm -hmm. is helping us win.
0: (laughs) I like big champs and big plays. That's why I fucking love watching Volibear set combos all day. They are so much fun to watch dive and destroy people. But but Cloud9 doesn't play like that.
1: No, because it's not consistent enough. (laughs) Oh,
2: Because they they it's don't consistent. have to play like that.
1: No, they're it's just not like consistent at all. Like the whole point of big champs, the big dives, is that they're in like they're inconsistent, right? They're like sometimes in... that's not the point. They can't behind like them. listen. It's, it's, it's not the point behind them, but like the point I'm trying to make is is that that kind of gameplay gives you more opportunity to fuck up. Um, and so when you're playing the clean, concise, boring champion pool. You're, you're getting dubs because you're not taking those huge, insane risks of going for, like, a two-man-coordinated dive that, if it fails, loses you the early game and maybe snowballs out of control.
0: Mm. I, I, don't, I don't feel like feel... that is less or more inconsistent than any other thing. I do. I do think that... Because every
1: time you take a tower dive, if you fuck up one little thing, like... Mm-hmm. Literally, so when you're playing a clean, consistent game, a lot of things will have to go wrong for you to start losing. If you're ahead, if you're doing tower dives, all you have to fuck up one time is like a tower shot, and all of a sudden the fight's over, and your opponent has closed the gold lead or even gotten one. What, right? if, like what that's if you just
0: turn off the tower? Really
1: dangerous. I mean, what if you just turn off the tower? Fair enough, but you you don't <laughs> when you're not turning off towers.
0: <laughs> but but that's the whole point of the dive is you get to turn off the tower and then swap I the still well, a, I still think it's
1: I still think it's not as safe a way to play, and I think it's fine that see like. But Sina's no, not playing
0: watch. a safer way. They played Yumi this nope. week, and Yumi got dumpstered.
1: Yumi is safe.
0: How is it safe? They just nope. gave her a fifteen percent uh uh, mana f- cost on her E! Cause it's
1: yes, safe. it's because very you painful. you can't get targeted, <laughs> Anthony, therefore
0: you can't get targeted! It's safe for you.
1: Mm-hmm.
2: Uh, I don't know, I think... It you doesn't know? really matter how C9's plays because they can just dumpster them. Dumpster every team pound for pound in every role. And they still have enough, like, teamwork that they can just make most comps work. There hasn't been a game where it's been like, oh, C9's really, like, down, like, 10k or, like, 20k. Like, they haven't been pressed. It's like, oh, they're maybe down 1k. That's not that big of a lead. And who knows? All right, Licorice died once top lane. They're going to bring it back somehow. It's just going to happen, right? At this <laughs> it's just going to happen. So talking about, like, C9's... Uh, the way that they play or like how they play or how they go about playing doesn't really matter when they're just the best team in North America right now. It's they they just can just dominate while just maybe fucking up one or two things and then just go about the rest of the game like, "Oh, we're just not going to be punished for the rest of it because we're going to outplay you because we're just better."
1: That's
0: t- it. <laughs> TSM used to be in the same position, but for some reason watching them win was much more exciting
1: because you're um, a TSM fan.
0: Eh? It's it, I don't know why, but it's, it feels like C9 is has plot armor and they just never get to lose until they play like until they play TSM next week. The, the, like that's what's going to happen. And you <laughs> know what's going to happen because it happened last split.
2: Uh, like, um like that that's exa- was, that's the
0: same fucking story.
2: Well, yeah, C9 has looked kind of sloppy. So you can say, even if TSM does win, it's not like everyone's going to be like, oh my god, TSM won, it's going to be, oh, C9 no, no, was sloppy, C9 drafted something wrong.
0: Well, well, okay, hang on. But they're they're gonna there's always going to be a lot of others... Nobody can ever give they- TSM credit. Nobody's allowed to ever give TSM credit, because if you give TSM they don't credit... don't deserve any.
2: <laughs> I mean, yes, but also, like, people can just say, like, oh, C9's been sloppy lately. Like, yeah, TSM got that win, but... If C9 clean it up, wait, 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 they'll just dominate it, again. We are
0: talking about IMT or a Dignitas victory. This is Cloud9. They've lost, like, a game all year to TSM. Mm-hmm. And if TSM beats them again, that means that TSM are probably the only team that has a shot at beating Cloud9. But they don't.
2: Actually, so they yes, do because they would be the only team that's actually beaten Cloud9 before. And while I do understand the point that you're making, what I'm saying is that it could very easily just be put away behind. Oh, C nine was sloppy or something. I don't, I don't or C nine didn't have like you an. You might actually be able to dra- say
0: that's why they lost, but you also can't, in the same breath, deny TSM the credit of being able to leverage that that fault or to have created that opportunity. It's like an. It's like unforced. It's like forced or unforced error that you see all the time. If mm-hmm. you force them to make a mistake. That's much better. It's much better for both teams than if you won because someone DC'd. Like, who who wants to win a game because somebody DC'd? I'll take the win, but like, that's not why I came to play. I wanted five v five, beat the shit out of each other for forty five minutes. That's 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 League of Legends. League of Legends isn't four v fives on dice rolling for who gets the AFK. That's what it is now, but. <laughs> <laughs>
2: It's like, okay, so the point that I'm trying to make is that yes, even though TSM has beaten C9 like last split previously, and even if they do beat him again like this split, it's, you know, a little less exciting. (laughs) Because we've seen TSM uh, get knocked out within the well, council, within their playoff run before.
0: Well, and even mm-hmm. uh, C9 are still on an undefeated streak for this split. They can still set the record, but TSM, this time at this point, has two opportunities to deny them uh, beating TSM 17-0 record.
2: Okay. Let me ask you, is this the first game that TSM and C9 yes, are going to have this this is the, the first game.
0: They're playing the last game of the first half of the split.
2: Okay. Point if eight. it's the first game, it will be much more exciting if they actually do get that one because then the rematch following is going to be much more hype. Yes,
0: <laughs> if TSM beat okay. them here, it means that, and C9 win out uh, for the rest of the split as well until they play TSM again. If TSM is able to 2-0 them, then I think it is definitive that TSM is the only per- team that can beat Cloud9 and no other team will be able to do it. Mind you, that's two victories away over the next, what is that, five weeks? That's a lot. <laughs> True.
2: Mm-hmm. Alright.
0: All right. Let's well, on to talk about uh, A Heart of Thieves right now. Uh, how smug do we think Medios is?
2: Medios, I don't think he's that, I think he's very, um, what is it? I don't know, uh, well, not smug. Not smug. It's another word, vindictive. Vindictive? Would that be the word? I'm trying to think.
0: I don't know, describe your emotion yeah. more.
2: Hmm, maybe a little petty. I petty. think that's probably petty. <laughs>
0: okay, I can see that. I can, I can, I can, just like, I can get behind that.
2: You're just like, oh great! I got benched for this guy. That's wonderful.
0: Well, that's my, that's my okay. That's kind of my point, hey, mod. Is that he got benched for contracts, and then contracts comes on and lays two eggs in a row. Yeah, he looked but you know, awful. True.
2: That is true.
0: But like, yeah. look, look, look! They have a victory against Dignitas, and he still did not look great. That says a lot.
2: That
0: does say a lot. Oh, who, who was the other team they played? Oh, they played Golden Guardians. That didn't look great either. That looked awful. No. I remember watching that game, sitting there thinking, "Oh, Dardar, Dard- uh, meteos Medios is uh, <laughs> going to be a real happy boy after this one." And uh... Mm. I feel like mm-hmm. I don't know why that, why exactly they benched Medios, and it doesn't appear to be. A similar reason to why they du- like double F got benched, like it was motivation issues. Uh, it mm-hmm. seems to be that uh, they wanted they weren't performing and they wanted to try something different. Now yep. it's not working out. My question is, mm-hmm. should they put uh, Medios back in instantly? Should they try contracts for another week? I'm not really too sure. Th- well, okay, here's the thing. Uh, the top eight teams get into playoffs. It wouldn't be hard to Mm -hmm. get to playoffs, but normally you want to try to get at least the one tier of buys in this playoffs because finishing seventh, eighth is virtually a death sentence. You have to play so many games. uh, Oh yeah. It's single
2: elimination too. Uh,
0: Yeah. And you don't get that double elimination uh, or a buy to the double eliminate. Like you have no breathing room. And it's so tight. So you want to be aiming for sixth place minimum right now. That is still Mm top 60%. That is like bronze one. You need to be bronze one of the LCS. I don't think contracts is how they get there, but I think to get to bronze one, they could probably sit on contracts for one more week and see if it gets better.
2: That's fair. I agree with that take. Yeah, they give him another week just to see how it pans out. Um, yeah, no, he didn't look particularly good in either of these games.
1: I think that that's a fair assessment, Hamon.
2: I don't think I actually remember how he played in either of those games.
1: <laughs> I think that's telling, Hamon. <laughs>
2: <laughs> You're absolutely right.
1: <laughs> I think that that tells you a little something about the gameplay, friend.
2: That is true. It's Volver? not as memorable as Dardox. That, <laughs> So that's at least an upside. But an it's upside. still not particularly good. It,
0: some of his stats for the Olaf game look pretty good, but as I will say with anybody who wins against Dignitas, you beat Dignitas. Congratulations. Yeah. Have a cookie. Because it's just not mm-hmm. an achievement. And I just... It feels so pointless. And look, look. If you play Dignitas and it takes you th- over thirty minutes to beat them, that's a problem. Club nine. <sighs> Sorry. <laughs> uh Just sneezed right there. Uh, you sure did.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Let's move on to talk about TSM Reginald saying that the uh, TSM CLG rivalry is dead. Calling CLG a dead brand. First of
1: all, RIP Hotshot. Um, (laughs) Rest in peace to the kid. Um, Purple hair and all. Fucking George is done for. Um, No. um, Mm -hmm. Did oh? Should I start? That was uh, where? Where did he say this? I did on Twitter. There's a link in the doc. Yes, I didn't know if the tweet was like first or he said it somewhere else and then. You know, anyway, um, but I actually think he's probably right. <laughs> um, CLG hasn't been competitive in so long, and TSM and TL TSMC nine have been so much more competitive. I think that once TL became a powerhouse, around like a little bit after CLG started like falling off pretty hard, even though CLG is one of like the biggest, like the oldest names in NA. Uh, for mm-hmm. LCS, it just isn't currently packing the heat it used to pack. And it's like, well, I mean, it's like an old historic rivalry in the sense that, like, it happened, and it's interesting to go look back at it. But, like, right now, TSM and CLG do kind of feel like they're on different levels. Um, I mean,
0: it's not it that really way for a doesn't... long time.
1: No, exactly. Mm-hmm. But, like, that's what I mean, right? And But TSM, C9, and TL have for a long time now been like the conversation for like competing for the top spot uh and so i do think those other ones make far more sense
0: it's still real to me i i i'm an uh, old school viewer of the lcs and i will forever believe in this rivalry uh but i have to agree it has been significantly less exciting uh because when the team you're having a rivalry with, with is uh finishing last place or like close to last place and barely or not even making playoffs constantly while you're contending for fourth to second place every split it's really hard to like want to fight to to see each other fight to like to uh, too, uh vicariously not by, I don't know. Like, I don't have <laughs> enough emotion behind it. It, it. It's fun. I like watching them play just because it's a fun meme. But it, it, the, the raw, the, the f- emotion from the players isn't there anymore, and that is what really takes it away from it for me. I feel like for for a uh, double lift alone, uh, it would be a big, a big thing, but. Everyone else is just sort of like, who is CLG? What did
1: it Would it even still be a big thing for him? Like, he was
0: the face of their brand! He is yeah, half then, the like, reason they're the- in this dumpster! Yeah,
1: but like, he was the face of their brand a while ago. And then he was on TL, and he had historic, like, in literally historic levels of success for NA on TL. Like is he does he give a shit at this point it's like, it's like Wayne okay, like cool, with the you oilers. cut me but that you, you like you cut me but you cut me like two teams ago at this point and like i won all of these championships like i don't give a shit about you right
0: like well, it, it, well here's the thing though it's like wayne gretzky with the oilers he still went on to win championships after he left them but it, it's still a, i don't care about thing. hockey
1: it's a bad sport i don't know what you're talking about I don't know what you're talking I really truly have no idea how to contextualize you what you're o- saying. You
0: only watch the NBA. No, uh, I don't.
1: I watch other sports as well. <laughs> I just don't watch hockey because it's bad.
0: I forgot. Um, you're big into badminton. Badminton
1: fucks, and I won't hear otherwise. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, okay. Heymon knows about the badminton game.
0: Heymon, what you? hey, what's your take, or, take on the uh, CLG TSM rivalry? How you feeling about uh,
2: it? I t- started watching LCS like right after Doublelift had left CLG. <laughs> oh wow! Around that time.
0: Well, so he's a not right, so player I don't, for you.
2: So yeah, that's about when I think he was there. <laughs> that but, was it. And even if you hmm?
0: joined at that time, it might mean that you're more fixated on the fact that Doublelift used to be a part of CLG.
2: It was definitely something that I was aware of, but like Matt said, after him going through um, TSM and then him having a lot of success on Team Liquid, you don't really see him being like super angry at uh, CLG. You don't see him like remembering like, oh, this org cut me. I'm gonna put them down every single time. Right now, the goal is to beat C9 within the league. Like, I don't think it's something that he worries about (laughs) that CLG is, you know that they might have a match against CLG or something along those lines. That's
0: mm-hmm. I, I, they still, but, but here's the thing about it is they all still talk about it every time. It might not be to be like, yo, fuck you, CLG, you're bad, we're going to beat you. It's more to be like, CLG who? Cause, and then CLG cannot well, talk back because they just have no ground to stand on. And My question is the problem. It's such a one-sided rivalry.
1: Well, where do you see, well, like, when you say they're talking about it, like, do you mean in, like, the pre-game cuts and stuff?
0: I mean, yeah, they did do one before this, but they also kind of talk about it on social media a little, too.
1: Yeah, but, like, so with the pre-game cuts, it's, they're being fed questions. So, like, of course yeah. they're gonna fucking talk about CLG if they're being explicitly asked by about CLG. Presumably because Riot does want to continue the storyline because it is a storyline that was important to Riot's history, the growth of the LCS, etc. But that doesn't mean they still think it's there, right? And, like, you know, there might be, like, a little shit talk on Twitter, but there's a little shit talk between all the tweet teams on Twitter. (laughs) It doesn't mean that there's, like, a major rivalry between every team outside of the LCS, like, the fact that they're all in this specific competition together, right? Like, I think Reginald's right, right? Like, Maybe they should stop asking the pre-game and post-game questions about this rivalry because it's not there anymore, and, like, it once was, but it's, like, it's just no longer kicking, right? <laughs> like, mm-hmm. maybe it'll come up one day uh, if CLG figures their shit out and TSM is, you know, crazy good, too, at the same time, and, like, maybe it'll be back, but, like, until then, it's like, oh, well, Rainling, <laughs> like, all right. I, I,
0: honestly, I think part of the reason that uh, CLG has declined in many ways, especially in this rivalry, is that uh, Hotshot has just sort of vanished. I don't remember him being a part of this scene much at all since the whole hair bet thing. Like he's been around for some random stuff, but he just seems to have uh, taken his money and sort of been a managerial position at CLG. And more than anything else, and I feel like if he was more involved and more of a public figure, they could have been a much bigger uh, personality at least.
1: I guess that's fair. Yeah, it's a
0: good point. Though, so, the other thing that you could you could in theory do to this uh, the league system is insert uh, divisions or conferences of some kind. Because that always uh, immediately injects rivalries amongst everyone within that uh, small little set section of the league, because they're all vying for a pre-decided slot that goes to that group. And it's more lo- and it's a more personal thing amongst uh, amongst the, the division, but I don't think that'll be good for the league overall until you can have more teams and more geolocation. Alright, yeah. uh, speaking of rivalries, let's talk about next week's matchup with uh, TSM and Cloud9. we mm-hmm. We're go- at, at the moment, this is virtually a battle for first place. And I, it, I don't mean that in a mathematical sense, because TSM beating C9 or even C9 going 0-2 and TSM going 2-0 would, probably wouldn't put them in first place, I don't think. Mm-hmm. But I just... I just feel like uh, Cloud9 has been showing uh, more cracks, as we've already said, uh, and if TSM is able to soundly exploit those cracks, I think there, there's a lot more. Uh, how do I say? It? There's a lot more logic behind saying they are probably uh, second or first best with uh and fighting C9 for those slots. Yeah,
2: mm, this is a battle for first, this is more of a David versus Goliath matchup more than I, anything else.
0: I don't disagree, but the uh, the Goliath has been uh stumbling about drunk for a little bit. They, That's a it fair took point. them over 30 minutes to beat Dignitas.
1: Yeah,
2: that Yeah, that is a fair point, but they were also what was it? At the end of the game, Licorice teleported Bot to try to get kills, instead of just finishing it off. So uh, I don't did think that, that add 10 happened.
0: minutes to the game?
2: No, it added like, maybe 30 oh, seconds.
0: So, so... It, why are C9 not being more decisive? Like... I feel like there, there has to be massive holes that they can exploit. heavily around Blabber, and everyone's starting to talk about how Blabber might be MVP, and I'm just like, this man looks like the most problematic player on this team. I'm not saying the problems are huge, or he is destroying the team, because he's clearly not. They're still seven, or, what are they, eight and zero right now? Like, come on, you can't be that dumb to say that he's destroying this team. But he is the current problem child, where they, a lot of their problems seem to crop up. Mm
2: -hmm. They're The problem is that currently, uh, if you look at any of the C9 interviews, they're not as ecstatic about winning. They're like, oh, yeah, we won.
0: Yeah, they have the same reaction (laughs) I do to when they win. I I don't give a shit.
2: (laughs) Exactly. They're slowly but.
0: (laughs) I am more interested in their loss by such a magnitude that they can go 18-0 and I probably won't feel a thing. Mm
2: Mm-hmm. The problem is they're not even feeling pressured by the rest of the league. That's ah. it. They're getting sloppy because they're just not feeling pressured. <laughs> that is, like If it was a competitive scene in which there was a clearly like a second-best team that it was like, oh, C9 has to compete against them. If they make any sloppy mistakes, they're just going to go down. But there hasn't been a team that's arisen that can be this competition for them within this league. That's the biggest problem. Eventually, they're going to start pulling off G2 moves, and all of a sudden, you're going to see Sven in the mid lane.
0: That's not happening. That's not happening in a mid lane. <laughs> That's not happening. You're, as- okay.
2: you're absolutely right, but I'm there's probably going to be a lot more different picks that they're going to come out with.
1: Matt, what's Even staying with the
2: U, Mew. Wait, let
1: him unfinish?
2: Hmm? Uh, what I'm saying is, there, there's like C9's probably going to come out with like a lot more different picks and stuff. That's just going to work. And, like, even the Yumi last week wasn't a top-tier pick, but they still picked it anyway. So they're like, oh, well, we have Vulcan. He's still good on it. <laughs> and it's not like it really matters in the grand scheme of things. I mean,
0: Niski has <laughs> Nis- 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 played six different champions. He's only repeated twice on two different champions. Which it's- ones are the repeats? Uh, Twisted Fate and Galia, which are global control champs. Yeah, uh, Licorice has played five, repeating three different champions three times. Uh, Zven has played, uh, Ezreal four times and Ophelios twice, and then <laughs> Callista and Cassio. Uh, I feel like Ezreal is just what they go to when everything's banned out, so I can't really, like, I mean, that makes blame sense. them for that. Mm-hmm. Uh, they have five different supports as well. They have four junglers, because there are four junglers currently in the meta. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. so it's really hard to be like, they're not playing different strategies, because they're playing different strategies. They played Karma mid. Uh, I hate it, but it's a thing, and they play it, and it happens. I don't think it's very good with a lot of things, most things probably. But I'm just, for me, uh, I I do feel like some of their problems have come from them trying to branch out a little bit. I, like these global comps with TF and Galio, they weren't playing last split, at least not that heavily. So yeah. seeing them pop up is a little bit interesting. Uh, and do you the, think
1: it's just the general like meta shift?
0: I uh, yeah, I think it is a general meta shift. TF has been a, a pretty big pick in NA for, for the past few weeks, and uh, poke mm-hmm. has seemed to die die down a lot. Like Zoe, Ezreal comps are no longer that insane. Uh, mm-hmm. not insane, but that common. They seem to try to couple that with like Ezreal, or or, or sorry, uh, they seem to try to do that with uh, uh Jason Nidalee now. Instead, for some reason, I don't know why- I don't like that combo, I get it, I see it. it work- you dive heavy and kill someone, yeah, okay, cool. I don't like... the combo, I don't like playing with it, it just feels awful to me. Matt, what's your take on this matchup?
1: Uh, in the gla- this fucking C9 Tissum one? Yeah! Or the Galio Twisted Fate one, no, um... No, no, no. I... think C9 just has an edge for the obvious reasons, right, undefeated, like, one loss, uh, basically for a year, obviously that loss was TSM, yeah. right, but,
0: like, what? You said a year, it's like, it's five months. Yeah,
2: it was a like, he's right, it is a split.
1: <laughs> I know, I said it, I, I said year because you said it earlier, and I just assumed you were right, um, but, yeah. no, hey, uh, Anthony did, Might have but, a year, but, okay, okay. No, you said in a year, but that's fine. I don't want to get into it. Um, I think that for obvious reasons, C9 has advantage, right? Uh, Or at least should have, like, a statistical favorite here. I do think it will be a good game. I do imagine unless something goes badly wrong, TSM is going to bring their best, uh, or at least close to it, right? But, um, I do favorite C9 here still, uh... For the obvious reasons that, you know... Yes, TSM took one game off of them. TSM also lost one game to them but in the last split, though. And C9 is just looks so powerful that... And, and while TSM has looked good, they just haven't appeared to me to be at the same power level. You know? Uh, uh, this sort of, like, play power level. They haven't been at the same uh, mechanical level, the same team level, et cetera, et cetera. Uh, but I do anticipate this being uh, a very good game unless something very odd happens... <laughs>
0: They yeah. picked Tank Fiddle Mid again. I'm going to fucking lose it.
2: Well, it was the one thing. And rather <laughs> than talking about C9 all of this time within this matchup, I do want to talk about what TSM has been doing good this week. Because I have been enjoying their games. They haven't. They've had cleaner games than they have uh, than early, in prior weeks, which I've been happier about. So in the the tsm versus clg game um there what was it they had biofrost on leona bot lane uh paired with the felios which was a little bit weird i've seen it run in like uh the lpl as well but it's not i'm not a super big fan of that lane cuz it just doesn't really have that early game power that you want it, you really just take it for when Leona hits that level 6, when Aphelios hits a couple other items. But it's uh, really hard to survive in that lane.
0: You're not supposed to combo Leona with Aphelios. You're supposed to combo Leona with Lee Sin. That's the combo. Mm, that's They, the they combo. both dive a, car, a champion and merc them. And hopefully give the kill to Aphelios. That's basically okay. uh, how it works. Uh
2: well they weren't really doing it that game because uh of course the bot lane i think came out was it three <laughs> something along those lines five ross died twice in lane and got one assist uh i think uh doublelift only died once and got an assist uh most of the time it was instead uh speak going to the top lane and catering to broken blade this week
0: well okay so in the match against clg uh, top lane had a gangplank to punish so uh-huh. uh, yeah that's really easy when you're Ornn and Lee Sin because you just you line up the Lee Sin queue you let it land and then Ornn walks at them and kills them because that's mm-hmm. just how that goes you have so much damage from both of these champions for a gangplank pre six mm-hmm. that you end up killing them four times and that's what happened uh, Was yes. left out to absolutely dry. Was entirely useless the whole game, and it just went fucking nowhere. I th- I hate Gangplank top, even into Orn right now because he feels so useless, all the time. Which one, anyway. Orn or Gangplank? Yeah, g- Gangplank. Gangplank's campable. Orn's not. Basically, you can try I mean, and camp Orn, but diving Orn's suicide half the time.
1: That is true. What if the enemy team is trying to kill themselves? Um, that's on them. checkmate. Atheist? I, no. Um.
0: I think in both of these wins, it was been heavily on Bjergsen and Doublelift. And this week, Bjergsen did earn uh, the Mastercard MVP, which I think that was uh, a a pr- this is a pretty good week for him to have earned that because the uh, game against CLG, and B- uh, Doublelift s- basically put everyone in their backpack and shoved it across the finish line as hard as they could. Because, I mean, oh boy, did CLG really want to lose that game.
2: I will say... No, 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 I think besides Ruin, CLG was really trying it through the mid-game. Like, they got uh, the misfortune to work very well. Of course, it was mi- uh, misfortune wait, wait, wait. paired the, with not. The
0: mid-game is when they stopped getting objectives.
2: You see, that was kind... Yeah, they worked it well up until the mid-game. And then afterwards, because I remember seeing Wiggly uh, actually like punishing the bot lane, which was something that I was like, oh, I didn't really expect to see from Wiggly, but I'm happy he's showing up. Um, it was probably one of his uh, better performances that I've seen from him, the split. And uh, also, Stixay was able to get a couple of those kills. You know, when you get when you camp a bot lane and it works out well, you know, it's very nice for a misfortune most of the time. Um, and Pole Builder was performing pretty well up until... <laughs> Those uh, mid-game uh, team fights started happening. So I can't fault the uh, CLG spot lane for the loss. I can't fault Pole Belter. I can definitely fault Ruin for it. Um, Wiggly was uh, pretty good in most of the early game, but after a certain point, it, you know, Volleybear just kind of falls off a bit.
0: But referencing it's this not game strong... specifically, Double has said he felt absolutely useless for the first 25 minutes of this game.
2: Yeah and yep. he, look,
0: he looked it, cuz he was just getting shoved out of lane by Volibear ganks constantly i don't feel mm-hmm. like he lost too much for it especially just looking at how they how they uh, ended up at the end he was only mm-hmm. down 30 farm and had an identical kda uh mm-hmm. so it, it it just seems like uh clg invested a lot bot lane got dragons mm-hmm. for it and then never converted on those drakes into a win condition. And that's their number one problem, is they were sitting on Soul Point for four extra drakes, and then TSM gets Soul Point and somehow win that game off of Soul Point because, of course, they do. Of course, CLG throws it that hard. But here's my problem. Here's my number one problem where I think TSM will have trouble uh, actually beating Cloud9, is that their early game objective control, especially on Dragon, has been abysmal. This entire mm-hmm. split, I watch as they make awful trades for early drakes, and i it's just infuriating. I think uh, it was one of the drakes that they wanted to start uh, heralders, I think, and then just didn't, <laughs> and let them take the drake for free. Or, wait, wait, I might be thinking of the Golden Guardians game. Yeah, yeah, yeah it was the mm-hmm. Golden Guardians game. They were sitting in front of Baron, and they were about to start Baron, while uh, Golden Guardians oh. were starting Drake, and instead mm-hmm. of starting Baron, they stood there for ten seconds and thought, "Oh, are they doing Drake? Hey, they're doing Drake. We should go stop them." Then Drake dies, and it's like, "Well, you just wasted it. You had a good trade. Nobody was going to get Soul there." And you, went, it's like, well, "Come on." It's, I, hate I hate their, especially their Drake control. But their neutral objective control feels awful and very bad. That is what we need to, to work on for TSM. Individually, mm. all their players look great, to be honest. Th- Speaker has been very impressive for this being his first full split. And if he's eligible, he probably gets to win rookie of the split. Probably. If they're uh, actually I giving don't... that award out. I don't know if he's eligible, and I don't know if uh, if they're actually running it. Because it's such a meaningless re- award when there's only like for rookies the entire league. Yeah. And I, I, to be honest, I would more blame that specifically on uh, there being two splits where we give that reward out and only five players out of 10 teams. So there's 50 players to give this award to like. Most of
1: yeah. And most of those players are not going to be rookies, Right? Link.
0: It's like, are you going to put a rookie in a five man roster? That's so risky. Like, look, mm-hmm. I, I'm a proponent for bringing in new NA talent, but I understand that it's risky, and I understand Dignitas should probably just say, fuck all this noise and put in a full rookie roster. Had to throw that in there. Um I'm a
2: full rookie roster. It'd be so oh. cheap.
0: So cheap. Um, <laughs> what I'm going like, to say is that- You can't- mm-hmm. It's hard to get a, a good rookie of the split, and feel good about giving that player rookie of the split. Like- I don't know how often I see a rookie of this split, and I'm like, yeah, they fucking went for it. They earned that. They really showed up and beat out every other new player of this split because it's it's a it's four people every time, and I I just don't. Three of them are all garbage, and the fourth one's eh. Okay. You know, what's your, what's your, what's your uh, thoughts?
2: Um, I was gonna say while TSM did look good in those games, there were also still some mistakes that they were making that were pretty bad. For example, um. Near the end of the CLG game, just before they got the Baron, uh, Spika kicked Wiggly into. Uh, I think it was Orn. He kicked, he did the Lee Sin kick on Wiggly straight into an Orn, thinking that maybe between him and a uh, Broken Blade, they could uh, just burst him down, which is not what's going to happen that late into the game, especially not when your damage dealers are around. You know? That would have been a really big mistake that CLG could have capitalized on if Paul Belter didn't also make the mistake of TPing in front of that Baron and then getting greedy for Broken Blade. So it's not, like, while I do want to give TS some oh, their credit...
0: Oh, right, that play. That play was hilarious. It was
2: probably the thing that definitely sealed CLG's coffin. now it was just it wasn't, the game it entry It wasn't right them there.
0: handing over... 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9 neutral objectives in a row.
1: Mm. Second Herald
0: onward was fully TSM. They had Soul Point for, is that 25-ish minutes?
1: Seven years. They had it for seven full years. Um.
0: 25 minutes on Soul Point. If I'm on Soul Point for that long, I am fuming. I am enraged. That is a fair point. <laughs> okay.
2: But, I don't know. I just want to say that, you know, while TSM has, like, their games looked definitely better this week, there's still mistakes that they're making. That do need to be cleaned up.
0: Yes. Yeah, I definitely think they're making mistakes. Definitely more mistakes than Cloud9. Uh, that's why, as we move into our picks for the week, uh, I have chosen Cloud9 to beat TSM. I am not delusional. Uh, <laughs> Where's I, the faith? Uh, I'm not a CLG fan. <laughs> uh, we don't have <laughs> faith at TSM. We have facts and logic.
1: Mmm,
2: holding back.
0: <laughs> this is why we have so many more championships than CLG. Just saying. Uh, <laughs> alright. So, our big discrepancies this week is, uh, Hamon thinks that is gonna beat CLG, and I'm calling the upset.
2: You're calling the upset. Okay, yeah, both of you are calling the upset. Wow, this is the weirdest thing that's happened on this podcast for a is while. Is it?
0: Hang on, is it?
2: I think so. Normally I call the upset.
0: Maybe. Uh, I, I'm convinced <laughs> Matt uh, has just copied my picks.
1: Uh, I did. <laughs>
0: <laughs> God damn it.
1: Because it always makes you mad when I do. God damn it. Uh, and up until this week, we had had the same picks without me copying your picks, and I thought... <laughs> Why not fuck with Anthony a little bit?
0: <laughs> Were you re- would you have you really ever picked time. a different pick in any of these games, though? Nope. The, C- the TLC or CLG game is the only contentious game, and I think we both had the same thought of TL is probably going to lose here just because that's probably what's going to happen.
1: Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna fall back and claim that I did the Haymont coin flip strategy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, mm-hmm.
1: That's it. No. Uh. Yeah. I don't know. I mean. Most of these games are extremely easy to call. Um, mm-hmm. I do agree with you, Anthony. The only real big one is the TL-CLG. and Part of it, I don't know if you saw it earlier, but for a while instead of CLG, I'd just written all caps the word Eugene. Um, <laughs> and I think I'm mostly just picking CLG here because I'd like to see Eugene get the dub. Uh, and I do think yep. that there's like some chance of TL losing, right? And I don't think it's like a guaranteed 100% <laughs> dub. But, so, I don't know. So, what? what's bigger? Why does Hamelot get the Monopoly on Dumbass 3? Why can't I have a turn? I know, right? <laughs> yeah, that's what I feel. So,
0: what's bigger is the uh, TSM-CLG rivalry in its dormant state at the moment bigger than the CLG-TL rivalry that's been kicking up recently. What do you guys think? Hmm. Uh, I think there's
2: definitely a TL-TSM rivalry that's pretty
0: nice. 100%. But I'm not asking that question. This question's about the CLG-TL rivalry and if it's bigger than the TSM-CLG rivalry.
2: I would have to go the TL-CLG rivalry. You
0: definitely think that bigger?
2: That's even without, like, constituting it. Like, I don't have any clear reason why it would be bigger, but in my head, it's probably bigger than the um clg tsm rivalry because at least these two teams are like kind of competitive
0: within, uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah they did finish ninth and tenth last split you're right
2: True. <laughs> no yeah Anyhow, so at least it's like kind of competitive between these orgs like you know eugene and jensen no, I actually don't even know where that thought was. I don't have anything really to constitute why I'm actually making the statement, but I just feel like TL versus CLG is probably bigger.
0: E- better. Okay, Matt, what's your, what's your uh, thoughts on this? On which one's bigger before I tell Heymont why, why the answer is correct? <laughs> wait,
1: wait, which are the two options?
0: Uh, the TL-CLG rivalry and the TSM-CLG rivalry. Which one is bigger and why?
1: Uh, TL-CLG because it's, I don't know
0: more Just relevant it
1: seems like the it more relevant it seems like the funnier thing to say i don't know <laughs> <laughs> there are any number of All reasons right, i here. could be picking this
0: i'll explain why this is this is a big rivalry and why i think it's nice. a very interesting match uh po Belter got absolutely shafted by tl basically twice True. uh and sure tl did bring him in as a positional coach when no team would have him and then CLG, out of desperation, brought him back onto their team after having shafted him as well. (laughs) To be honest, thinking about it now, it feels like the rivalry has nothing to do with CLG and has everything to do with (laughs) Pobelter. And it's a Pobelter-TL rivalry. And if Pobelter goes to another team, it'll be the Pobelter-whatever rivalry. TL and CLG.
2: (laughs) pope has got something to prove.
0: But yeah, That's no, I, I do think the CLG-TL rivalry or any rivalry-encompassing players on that team is is bigger than the CLG-TSM rivalry, mostly because TSM just beats CLG every time. Okay. Okay, good. Now I can post that on the CLG subreddit and they can all get very mad. <laughs> Excellent. And they can all blur my face <laughs> out. No, uh- <laughs>
1: Uh, I'm going to post your address
0: in in the thumbnail, Yikes! I'm not actually going to do that, that would be doxing, and that's against TOS.
1: Yeah, and also, that should not be the only reason you're not doing that. What?! (laughs) The the fact that it's against the terms of service should not be even the primary motivator for you you, not Are
0: you telling me that I should not choose whether or not to do something in my life based on whether or not Twitch thinks it's a good idea? Yeah. That's just good advice, Matt. How dare you give that to me? I
1: know, this is a show of
0: bad advice and Alright, speaking I of bad it. advice, uh, Haymont That's has better. chosen Golden Guardians to beat Team Liquid. Wait, you didn't even give me the opportunity to say why TL will beat CLG! Oh, okay, okay, <laughs> fine. Why will TL beat CLG, even though it's the, uh, predictable outcome?
2: Uh, just better late like game fighting.
0: Better <laughs> late game fighting, really? Better late game what, team Hang on, hang on, hang on. Do you remember the last time TL and CLG faced off in a late game team fight?
2: Hmm, you're going to have to refresh my memory because oh, I was well, just they're thinking about the TL- half
0: their team by himself?
2: Ooh, that was last split, wasn't it?
0: Yeah. Uh, okay. No, 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 no. I'm going gonna,
2: I'm gonna to keep on going. I'm gonna, we saw the TL versus IMT games. We saw the TL versus FlyQuest game where uh, my boy's... Kinda, they kind of they they fumbled that one. They definitely fumbled that one. wish <laughs> that was not a good look. But we saw TL in the late game. Like, all right, they were able to find these cracks, and their core JJ was able to hand, land those critical hooks. So he's still on point. Core JJ Jensen still able to pull out a clean Azir, occasionally finding those big plays that you really need in the late game in order to win those games. So I'm not, uh. I'm not going to really give CLG the chance here, especially after uh, Poe Belter uh, seemed to crack in that TSM game, making that <laughs> crack. very... He was
0: the best player in that game. He was trying his damnedest to kill both the carries by himself because he could.
1: Yeah, no, Haymont meant he
0: was and cracking. And then... No,
1: no, what Haymont meant was uh, Poe Belter was cracking his back under the weight of his teammates <laughs> in his you, back. You got, yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah, no, I, yeah, I got there, Anthony. I'm Don't cold. worry about that. I got you. I got you.
2: Oh, don't worry. Then he committed that teleport, almost killed Broken Blade, and then it snapped.
0: <laughs> it was <laughs> hilarious. Oh, that was a great play. Uh, mm-hmm. I don't think either of these teams have a stellar late game, and I can't really say if one team or the other would win in a late game experience. But hey, on. I w- I, I want I to th- okay. okay. move on. Okay. I want to move on, Hey Tell me why Golden oh. Guardians is going to beat TL and don't say late game team fighting. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> just flip it around GG's late game team
0: it's like well you no. already said their late game team fighting sucks so what are you gonna get me with now I don't know I think just think Golden-
2: something I think Golden Guardians have interesting drafts I think they keep on going for it and it's one thing that I've really appreciated about this team that they are willing to make these very weird drafts that are uh Either going to be first side leaning. Most of the time, DeMonte's looked very good with that twisted fate. Um, and maybe like a poke, maybe the Nocturne. Just, you know, something else from Closer. I've been happy with his aggressive style. And I think FBI's been performing.
0: So, so what are <laughs> I don't the, think who he, who he What are the creative picks that uh, Golden Guardians have been coming out with? Hmm...
2: They were probably the first ones to actually bring out Jace. Uh, Wrong. they also- They haven't-
0: pl- they didn't play Jace until their, uh, 1, 2, 3, they played four, like 6th game. Or... Jace? Yes. I swear that made it out earlier. Right nope. Okay. They were definitely the first
2: ones to play it though.
0: No, they weren't. I'm pretty sure that was, uh, Not Lolo, uh, Licorice. Hmm.
2: You know what? I'm going to say besides C9. I I really shouldn't do this to ham up
0: when I have all the stats right in front of me. (laughs) You really shouldn't. You're being a huge dick. Um,
2: (laughs) But no, I've been really happy seeing the Golden Guardians draft, and I do think they've uh, considerably went to uh, putting on pressure with these split push uh, comps. It's tripped up a couple top teams. Uh, FlyQuest got tripped up by it. They got a loss from it. Um... I'm trying to remember if uh, another team... Well, no, the most impressive one was probably FlyQuest, uh, getting tripped up over and pinned into that uh, late-game situation where it's just, oh, I have two inhibitors down and there's not really a decision that I can make right now. They've been executing very well in the early game and putting teams on that back foot. I think against TL, they have a chance to do that. <laughs> I don't think TL in the early games are uh, particularly strong. Last week, uh, even though I have been praising their late-game team fighting. Uh, the reason why they were able to get into those those dubs was because both of the teams made pretty big mistakes that and just fumbled their win, right? Even the Immortals game, which uh, TL should have been a heads-on favorite, it was a slugfest, <laughs> right? Like the early game, it looked like Immortals had more than a decent chance of winning it. So that's why I'm going to give uh, Golden Guardians the. Ah, uh, benefit of the doubt here. That's why I think they could probably pull out an upset, just because of how well they do execute these side lane split pushing comps and how well they manage these waves.
0: Now, what, what, what's your feelings on this match? Why do you think TL's gonna win?
1: Um, because I don't know. Jensen is good at video games. Um, <laughs> You're no, it um, on Jensen. Yeah, no, I would never. <laughs> um, never again. Too many times. Gotta hit the zonia's man. Gotta hit Burned too many times by that Echo R. I, I can't do it. Um, I don't know. I just think TL's a little better. <laughs> like, I really didn't think about this. I just looked at it and went, Yeah, I feel like TL's gonna win. And that was my <laughs> whole I, thought process. That's
0: exactly what I did. Yeah, I was like, yeah, I feel like TL's like, got it. only so, like, <laughs> Guardians don't have a matchup here. None of their lanes are better than the individual players. Their only argument is probably for, uh, uh AD carry, maybe. Everyone else just mm. seems like a better player.
2: You don't think Closer can get in Brox's face?
0: No, I don't think Closer is anywhere near as good as Brox is. Brox has been a beast this split. Brox has been crazy. Mm. This man has been everywhere. <laughs> Have you watched this man play in the jungle? He's insane. Mm. Look, man. I. If I'm, you have a I'm not a saying that. Watch out, because Brox is coming to take it, just like he steals camps. I'm just saying.
2: <laughs> All right, I'm not saying that he's. What am I doing? I'm not saying that he's a bad jungler. I definitely think he's been performing well this split. I'm just saying I think that Closer has a particular way of uh I don't know getting into some junglers' heads. Just with how aggressive he can be.
0: So, I think the only reason that you could say uh, GG are definitively going to perform better uh, would have to do with how long it takes TL to close out games that, they're win- that they win. But I don't, like looking at this chart right now, I don't know if it's because they get behind early and have to regrind their victory. Or because Mm -hmm. they're bad at closing out games. I don't think their late game is super amazing. So I don't think their their closing out games is uh, that good. But Mm -hmm. I also don't think Golden Guardians has a strong enough uh, overall... uh, Like... They're they're not strong enough overall to be able to stop uh, TL from gaining any sort of lead. They might be able to keep it even till like 20 minutes or like 18 to 20 minutes but after that Mm -hmm. i feel like tl will be able to just have better players and win small skirmishes there that get them a lead and then they can use that to control if they don't already have a lead which i think is also quite likely i do not see gg getting a lead straight up
2: um i think there's one thing that tl could do that might really lock like golden guardians out of having a chance, and it might be just either ban the Twisted Fate or let Jensen take the Twisted Fate. I feel like if they were able to take that pick away from them, that very great uh, side-laning one, the one that can just immediately TP top lane, try to get a kill, try to get a dive off, right? I think that if you take that pick away from Golden Guardians, they don't stand much of a chance. Because that's what I've really been recognizing Devontae for, and that's what I've really been uh, recognizing his performance on. Most of the time, this split. Most of the time.
0: Um, uh global play has been pretty decent, but I feel like global play in general has been coming up. So it will definitely be very contested in the coming weeks. I'm wondering when... Uh, like, I'm I'm wondering when... Something like Shen, Nocturne, Twisted Fate, Galio uh, is going to be coming out. Uh, Shen,
2: Nocturne, Twisted Fate, Galio.
0: And an Ash in there for good measure. Uh, <laughs> That's a lot of, So
2: oh, we're all just going to appear. He-
0: here's here's uh, my theory of the god global comp is uh, Shen top against Volibear, just because counterpick. Uh, Nocturne jungle, Gallagher, TF mid, uh, TF Ash. TF and Galio support asher ezreal ad carry with teleport maybe uh aphelios with teleport i don't think there's many other options you can do there uh oh the people have been running varus but did they gut varus i think they gutted varus i don't remember um but what was the last one and then tom kench support i think that comp has the largest amount of global i can imagine and i want to see it
2: Oh, not only that, they can just kind of be like, oh, you're pulling off a gank right now. I need to go somewhere else.
0: I need to be I'll not be here gone. right now.
2: <laughs> I'll be gone for now. <laughs>
0: they do they do what I do when I have nothing to do top lane, and that's walk mid lane and either gank them or kill their turret.
2: Pretty much. There's still... There's two teams that I kind of want to talk about a little bit more because they haven't been looking as good as they have been previously. We've
0: talked about and- so many teams.
2: The only teams <laughs> yeah, we here. haven't
0: talked about are FlyQuest and IMT.
2: Well, I'll leave IMT for another day, oh, but sorry, I do want to talk about, EG. about Yes, FlyQuest and EG over the past two weeks haven't been looking super stellar. It looks like they've been trying and experimenting with different picks a lot of the time, but they just haven't been looking as good as they did. EG at one point we thought was the definitive second place team. And, and now it's they, kind of a fuddle again.
0: Yeah, they look really uh, out there and sort of lost, and hoping to find uh, their way home.
2: Uh, AP Cogma was not the pick. Um,
0: okay, tr- uh, a message to anybody trying to pick AP Cogma: Don't, just don't, <laughs> just don't, just, just just if you're in a queue right now and you have it locked in, dodge, just dodge. Do not subject your team to that garbage.
2: Um, Thank you. please Jizuke, <laughs> uh, I think Jizuke played Oriana against, uh, Immortals and Immortals still looked pretty good against them,
0: right? It well, didn't look okay. like, uh, preface this by saying it's Immortals Academy, which has, uh, Xmithie and Apollo and Hakuo, which, who have looked remarkably better than, uh, the other Immortals team who hasn't played.
2: Yes, they have looked remarkably better look than like, the other Immortals or, team.
0: They look like garbage in Academy, by the way. True.
2: Oh, man. So I'm very, like, uh, I'm not as hyped about EG. I'm very happy with how Immortals been performing, um, given that uh, Immortals Academy is back up there. But, you know, EG hasn't really been performing that well. They've been experimenting with these picks, even, like, Jizuke picking Karma uh, before. (laughs) It just doesn't seem to be working at all.
0: Uh, uh, and on the karma always makes me laugh
2: so you know like i kind of want at least eg to stop experimenting as much that's what i think what do you guys think about them
0: i don't i don't think eg's found what they're good at but Mm -hmm. that's that's just about it i feel like that's half the reason why they're stuck is because they they can't find where they should be Turtle not being on the main roster has probably caused a little bit of disruption, which has not probably helped either.
2: That's a True. that's a different team there, but <laughs> that's a, no,
0: I am looking. I'm looking at the wrong fucking roster. I'm crazy. Uh, <laughs> sorry. Uh, no, I think in no, this team is just lost and they don't know what, what their identity is. That's okay. that's it.
2: On the opposing side, FlyQuest. It looks like they've had this weird uh, obsession with Senna. Lately they did uh, Senna two weeks ago um, in Wait. the regular A D carry position, yeah. not fasting. Uh, this week they pulled Ignar uh, onto it and Mash played Varys and honestly, you know, it, it was alright. It wasn't amazing, but you know, it was it was alright. It was something, it was good. They managed they to get the deck with it. <laughs> they did win that game, and then they fumbled the one against T L. When they looked like they had a uh, better draft, it looked like most of the game they were actually taking it to. They had the upper hand on them most of the time, and then Mash kinds of insta away his, uh, the game. He fumbles one bear in play, and uh, FlyQuest never recover from it. And he just doesn't. He doesn't look that impressive this week. He doesn't look that good right now. Even yeah. his various game with Ignar, it wasn't that great. <laughs>
0: he's he's not going to live back up to the 11-1 and 11 hype that was his first game when they beat TSM. Uh, mm-hmm. He is no Wild Turtle. Like, he's not going to... Wild Turtle is the man at displacing eighty carries. I'm just saying. That man walks into the LCS and gets a pentakill in his first game. Like, mm-hmm. you got to make a, bi- a loud statement like that. Sure, 11-1-11, pretty loud statement. Not louder than a pentakill, though, just saying.
2: <laughs> that is true, but you know, I think that FlyQuest has been the team that has been experimenting, and a lot of their draft has worked. Um, hang
0: hey, on, okay, hang hey, on. You, you need to explain to me what you think experimenting is. <laughs> so, again, bringing out the Maokai pick,
2: it's something that we haven't seen in LCS for quite some time. I don't even think since last play.
0: We saw it last split. In fact, TSM played at mid lane.
2: TSM played at mid... That's abhorrent. I don't want you to say those words ever again. I
0: know. Um, I, I, I'm, I'm going to vomit.
2: <laughs> okay.
0: So, like I was saying, I don't even
2: think any other team played it last split.
0: No, they did. They've, okay. been, they've been playing it top lane a little bit because it's it's sort of blindable. It doesn't really mm-hmm. have a lot of counters, but you can suppress it.
2: Yeah, you know, it's been doing very well into... Uh, You know, Solo performed very well on it um, in his uh, match against TL. It really just looked like, you know, even though FlyQuest had the early game, they had the lead. MASH kind of just fumbled it for him. And the last game where it was uh, FlyQuest versus uh, Evil Geniuses.
0: I'm still looking for that experimentation you're bringing up. Like, they're not... Okay, here's my problem. I know... The Fly, FlyQuest are not experimenting. They're making bad choices. Doing th- What? Making bad choices is not Ooh. experimenting. I'm sorry to tell you this. Running a non-fasting Senna is just a bad choice, not an experiment. Running that... Pantheon support is not an experiment. It's already been experimented and solved. People know what they're doing. Like, the, 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 I don't think there's anything else here that's an experiment. But Maokai mildly, but he is the most, like, uh, boring top laner that everyone can come up with. I have been flamed for my takes on Game Balance because people looked at my OP.GG and saw I played Maokai a lot and called me a Maokai main. At the time, I was not a Maokai main because I didn't play Maokai for a year and a half. Well, Just saying. Okay. Uh,
2: well, considering all of the other teams who, yeah, I don't think, besides Evil Geniuses, that there was really that many outrageous picks. C9, Dignitas' Wukong pick in the jungle was uh, a bit of a surprise there. But, you know, I think that FlyQuest has been one of the teams that has been willing to take out, like, Fasting Senna that they did this week. That that was something we saw last split, but something that not many people have done again this split. Right, and that one actually worked out. Um, and I still do point to the Maokai. Uh, I played it once! I know, but it was actually such a five-head pick into that I particular game. I think it's time. a good
0: pick. I think they yeah. should probably play it more. I don't have a list of situations that they should pick it in, but I just don't... I don't. Know. I don't you, you seem to think a lot of these teams are experimenting when they're just trying meta shit.
2: I think opposed to, like, if we think about E.G. pulling out Kogma, I
0: think... that Okay, yes, that's experimenting, but that's borderline on bad decisions. <laughs> so,
2: that's all I'm saying. Even taking out, like, the support pantheon, they did play it one game. It was not great. It had some impact, not that much. It, it, I, I doubt it's going to happen again, but, you know...
0: You know They're having a bit of success. I, all, all these like all—I don't know why—but last weekend, not not this. Mm-hmm. The, I think it was week three. There were so many like blitz thresh matchups, and I loved it. I want more of that. Can we get more <laughs> blitz thrash matchups? Because those are fun to watch.
2: Oh, just to see this right. game just went from being a five v five to a four v four.
0: Okay, uh, I think we're out of topics. What What do you guys think? I think it's what? time for you to take us home. All right, that'll do it for us this week at the Legends Podcast. You can catch us live on twitch.tv slash 2 k 11 at 8pm uh, Eastern. You can catch the VODs on my YouTube channel, and you can catch uh, the podcast version on anchor.fm if you want to find whatever podcast to uh, s- use. Uh, you use nice Sorry. Uh, have a nice night. Peace, y'all. Bye. Night, folks.